Don't panic, I'm here. Oh yeah, right, welcome, welcome to the Taz Show. What's going on there? Uh, everybody's good. Everybody's good, right? Everybody's rocking and rolling. Thank you for downloading this episode. I appreciate it. You know that. Love you guys. This is the Taz Show. I am Taz. You're listening on uh, Radio.com on the app or the website. Thanks for doing that. Maybe you're downloading that Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify's uh, Apple Gimmick, whatever you did. Thank you. I don't think there is such a thing as Apple Gimmick. And do a new deal here, new series. He saw it on a social media. Uh, basically called uh, it's a it's a uh, VIP gimmick. It's a Taz VIP, uh, and there'll be different. It's a series. It's a it's basically um, it's my invention. You think I could explain it better than I'm doing already? Taz VIP Taz take two Taz. Let's just, just let me just what the fuck? Let me just hold on a second. Hang on a second. Let me. I, I I don't like this start. I don't like this start. This was a shitty start. Stand by. Three, two, one. Okay, so we got a new thing here called uh, Taz VIP 10. Ah, there you go. Taz VIP 10. Okay, nailed it. So uh, there's the gimmick with this. Okay, so this is basically going to be, what does VIP stand for? Well, everybody knows very important person, right? Well, that's not what it is in this one. No, I have a new meaning for uh, VIP, a new meaning, okay, that fits the wrestling industry, okay, so I'm doing this Taz VIP 10, okay, so this episode will be NXT, so instead of a very important person, it will be, again, new meaning, so this is a big deal, because VIP has always been around, I used to be a bouncer back in the day, real quick, I used to be a bouncer, we had the VIP list, very important person, right, Big Shot Jones, we had a list of fucking hot shots that were allowed in that, that didn't have to wait on the line. So, uh, or get ID'd and all this shit So, you know, you had to be on that VIP list If you were Badass Jones So, uh, this is not a VIP Like, very important person No, I changed the name I have a new invention for VIP It's a big deal VIP now stands for Very Impressive Performer Yes, Very Impressive Performer So that's what this is Taz VIP 10 There'll be uh, several different uh, series of this That are here for free as always For free as always as I say For free if I could reiterate Um like all my content is because I'm an asshole, okay? Because uh, I don't look to make money with a few people, okay? So this is what I do. But anyway, so they're, they're coming right here to the Taz show, uh, the Taz VIP 10. And this episode will be the first one will be where I go through NXT. Now, so basically, <laughs> let me explain this. So I, basically, it's not like, okay, so I wanted, I'm wanted. i going to give you how, why I thought of this. I wanted to do, you know, there's been a ton of top 10 shows in, in every genre of the world. Sports, entertainment, history books. What's your top ten history books? What's your top ten history books? Uh, yeah. Um, which which books are your top ten? Uh, yeah. No. 
that's a bad example. Basically, I wanted to do a top 10. Um, and I've done, you know, as you guys know, fancy draft editions and shit. And then those will come back, but uh, this is different. This is like, this is not, okay, number 10 is this, number nine is this, um, you know, that type thing, you know, um, um, you know, so that, that's, I didn't want to do that. I, I wanted to do, I wanted to do something that's more like, um, the talent, the performers that I'm impressed with, that I feel are the VIPs, the very impressive performers. So it is a top 10, but when I go through it, I'm not going to give you like, all right, number nine is this. Okay, let's go to number eight. I'm not going to do that. So I'm just setting the table for you people. Okay, what's going to happen? Okay, so you're going to like it. I think you're going to like it. And of course, this is subjective. This is just my opinion on this. Uh, you know, this is not, I'm not saying that I'm dead on correct on this. This is just how I feel. And I'll explain as I go along. Um, so, um, so that's the deal on that. So I want, I'm look, I'm excited for this and I wanted to talk about it. So, and we're going to do a podcast on it right here in this episode and then do other others, as I said, in the series, as we go forward here with the Taz show. So, uh, a lot of stuff been chatted about, about the whole thing, um, uh, with, uh, Becky Lynch and obviously Ronda Rousey on Twitter. Um, right. You know, so the thing is, uh, <laughs> It's gotten super heavy, um, super heavy. You know what I mean? So, like, if you didn't see it, I, I don't, I don't want to read all of the, um, all of the, all of the tweets and stuff because some of it's a little, you know, this, these are explicit podcasts that I do, but some of the stuff, it's like, you know, if two women are arguing, no matter if it's a shoot or a work, and I'll get into that in a second. I get into that in a second. I, I don't, you know, some of the stuff that was said here. Um, uh, I don't know. I'm not really feeling too comfortable as a male saying it right here. Because if there's any women listening to my podcast, which I know there are, it comes off very crass and very, yeah, sure, I'll fucking say fuck. Okay. But that's cursing. But like some of the stuff, like where Ronda Rousey went, was a little bit like she went, look, they're both going really low blow. Uh, no pun intended. They're really going low blow. And it's it's gotten to the point where, I, I, you know, I really don't. I got to tell you, and, and if I'm being worked and a lot of you guys are being worked, then that's all fine and well. Let's be worked together because if WWE is okay with this 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 heavy-duty non-PG or non-rated R uh, type of uh, heat that they got going on on Twitter, I'm shocked. I will be shocked. I really doubt that WWE is, uh, you know, is okay with some of this stuff, but... I don't, I don't know the protocol there anymore, like, as far as with the talent, like, you know, if, if you know, how much freedom you have with your social media. I really don't. I mean, I know, you know, I know TNA at times, some stuff, they wanted stuff, to, you know, be done a certain way when I was in TNA. And WWE, as you know, that they, they want to shoot angles and work angles off of their Twitter, and that's fine. And that's where a lot of this stuff started with Becky Lynch's Twitter. But this is, like, got real heavy and basically... I don't, I got to tell you, I don't think this is a work. <laughs> I really don't. Um, I really don't think it's a work. Um, it's, um, I mean, Ronda Rousey's been very explosive and outspoken on her Twitter, which is great. And she's the man, the whole character, and she's against the machine and, and all this stuff. So, you know, she posted the picture of when she got arrested in Atlanta. And it's obviously a gimmick. It's, you know, it was part of the show and all that stuff. We all know that. And um, basically, Ronda Rousey, you know, called her out for that. Um, 
basically saying that you know it, okay the, the thing that i saw where it started was ronda basically becky put out that ronda hey go back and get the belt the belt in all caps because i didn't come this far to collect it from stephanie i came all this way to take it from you and then ronda comes back with that's why i'm trying to do this dumbass you hobbling around trying to be a ginger crutch ninja and take fake prison pictures in a hallway isn't helping. So she kind of shot on her. I guess she took photos in the, in the hallway of the building or whatever. Um, and then uh, <laughs> Becky said, keep the F word out of your mouth and concentrate on getting better in the business instead of trying to remain above it. Look forward to seeing you real soon. So the F word is the fake word, um, you know, and... <laughs> And then Rhonda didn't, you know, wasn't going to let her have the last word. And Rhonda said, uh, F word, you mean fake? What a question mark. Fake like your nonsensical BS armbar. Um, it, it, that doesn't even work. And it looks like you're holding a beep, wish you, wish you had. Wish, uh, okay. See, it's tough when you had the beep and not the curse. The sentence doesn't flow. I'll try this again. F word. You mean fake? Fake like your nonsensical BS. Funny that she put BS, by the way, sidebar. That that Rhonda put BS. She says like the D word, okay? Uh, which is describes a man's body part. But yet she puts BS and say the bullshit. That's pretty funny. So she goes, uh, fake like your nonsensical BS on bar that doesn't even work and just looks like you're holding a beep you wish you had. Oof, that's where I got a little like non- Rated R, probably. And then uh, and then there was some Photoshop done by Becky Lynch or whoever did this for Becky. And I'm assuming, I don't know who the guy is with the beard. I assume that's Becky's husband or something. I don't know who the guy is. So, part, not Becky. Um, I'm sorry. Uh, Rhonda or her fiance. I don't know her, her romantic situation. It's none of my business. So, and then she put, Becky put like, um, while she had somebody in an arm bar, uh, Becky, I don't know who it is anymore, but it might be Nikki Cross, might be Becky. I, I mean, uh, Ronda, I don't know who the fuck it is, but it says, huh? Does it look like, uh, it might look like one now that you mentioned it, meaning the D word, and it's a photo, like it's an on bar done by Becky with a photo of, I, I, like I said, I think it's Ronda's significant other, his face on it. Pretty nasty. And then Ronda, she went and called her by her real name. She said, Rebecca Quinn, I don't care what the script says, I'm beating the living shit out of you. Next time I see you. Okay. So now, if you're WWE, you're like, well, what do we have here? We have a situation where this thing started red hot, got awesome, got, got really good. These two girls are fired up. And now we're upset. We're probably upset because what's happening now is it's kind of sad because it's become what they call a shoot. It's, be called, it's become real And you don't need that right now <laughs> Because now you got someone who's green in the business Who's a legitimate shooter Against someone who's a pro wrestler Who's an entertainer and performer So now you're WWE you're like Okay this thing is rapidly ending And now the sad part of this Is if you're WWE Can we trust Ronda Rousey That is what's sad about this Because you lose trust When you come in as a bona fide Legit athlete, legit shooter Legit, you know Wrestling machine, judoka Martial art expert, UFC Hall of Famer All this shit You come in there with a resume like that Into the business, and it's a worked business And now 
you lose trust, when people don't trust you, because you go public and threaten someone. Uh, and again, if I'm being worked and you're being worked, then cool. This really seems heavy duty shoot because I don't think WWE would allow this or be part of this. I don't. But it's sad now because this could be the beginning of the end of Ronda Rousey. It really can, as far as being in WWE. Okay, we've heard her say she wants, she don't know how long she wants to do this because she wants to, you know, have children and stuff like that. And that's her prerogative and that's her life. Cool. But this could definitely, if you're, if you're a Ronda Rousey fan, this could be the end because this is a good way it all ends. Because when you, you break the code, when you do this. Now, I understand how, how far Becky went. I do on social media. But when you go into that, unless this is a work, and if I'm being worked, then fine. I, it wouldn't be the first time I got worked. I'm, I'm man enough to say it. Hey, I got worked. Hook, line, and sinker, Mark City Jones. No problem. I mean, I'll, I'll say it. But unless Hunter or, or Steph or Vince or somebody, he's going to have to sit these girls down and, and talk to them and make sure they're professionals about this shit and they get in the ring and that, that you don't shoot on each other. And then Ronda, who doesn't have as much, um, obviously, don't, she don't have the credibility. She's not, she don't have the, the history in the industry like, like Becky, Becky Lynch does. So there's less trust in her. And, you know, she's getting frustrated with the audience she, Her promo work is really bad um, She went public right before I can't remember, was it Survivor Series? Whatever big pay-per-view was Before she was defending a title I think it was And basically said, yeah, no, I'm going to leave eventually I don't, I don't know how much more I want to do with this And, like, that makes the locker room like Yo, what the fuck is that? That pisses you off Like, you, damn, you're making a ton of money You're getting pushed And you're just going to shit on a business like that? You know, like, just like that Just say that after, you know, whatever um, and now we don't know if you could trust. We don't know if we could trust you in the ring because you might shoot on someone. Hey, that's tough. This could be the beginning of the end of Ronda Rousey. I'm just telling you. Uh, again, maybe I'm being worked. Wouldn't be the first time. You never know. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's all I'm saying. All right. So uh, what else we got? So yeah, I'm gonna get into the um, um, some of the stuff on the other side of break. I want to get into, but I'm definitely, definitely gonna flow right into the new gimmick we're doing here, which you download this for the Taz VIP 10, which will be on NXT. I'll be covering NXT with that, and uh, gonna do that uh, in a couple seconds right here on the other side of break. All right, I'm Taz. You're not sit tight, jobbers. Be right back. With you, I'm not exactly thirsty right now, so I just wanted you to know that. Okay, but we are back from break, and I am Taz. No, I I drank. Uh, I had my water break during the break. Sorry. So fooled you. <laughs> fooled you. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, no water break. Okay, I did during the break. Okay, I'm very busy here. My my new VIP ten gimmick Jones. I got to figure out the name of it And I got the name of it I'm teasing um, Oh, the other thing I want to say This past week was Big anniversary from Living Dangerously The big ECW pay-per-view from 1998 I think that was when I went through the ring With Bam Bam Bigelow In Bam Bam's uh, hometown of Asbury Park, New Jersey So, um, you know, 
the legendary late great Bam Bam Bigelow. So yeah, man, uh, it was a that was that was a crazy match. I'm gonna get into that match down the road. Give some nooks and cranny details about that. I know in the past on the Taz show, hundreds of episodes so ago, I probably talked a little bit about the whole. I don't know if I gave like pulled the curtain back and gave real detail on what happened, like how we pulled that. It was a stunt, obviously, and how we pulled the stunt off. I know I talked about how much it hurt when Bam Bam landed on top of me when we went through, and I probably mentioned there was a crash mat at the bottom, so we didn't get destroyed on a cement in the convention center in Asbury Park. So, um, but yeah, but other things that were going on there. I, you know, tweet me when you get a chance or on IG. If you get a chance, just tell me any of you guys that. I, I can't even remember if I discussed it, but I, I, I would like to give some details on that down the road here in an episode because I think a lot of you folks might be interested in that. I even saw some people on social media saying that, like, they, you know, they're like, ah, oh, not a lot, like just a couple, like total troll Jones saying, oh, that, that well, that pay per view took, that ruined it for me. Once they did the ring thing, I was done with ECW. Oh, I was done. I was saying, oh, no, it went, then they did a lot of pay-per-views. The company went downhill from there. Yeah, okay, right, exactly. So, yeah, no, when we were doing pay-per-views, things were going pretty good. Okay, so I don't know what the fuck that guy's talking about. So, uh, yeah, no, we, we pulled a stunt, and then we did this. Uh, we, we topped a stunt uh, on a ramp in Dayton, Ohio. Okay, so, like, <laughs> it was, yeah, there was nothing wrong. It was, there were sort of historic moments in ECW or maybe even wrestling's business wrestling business even at wwe network tweeted about it tweeted out a video of bam bam and i going through the ring so uh, and you gotta watch referee john finnegan who was a great guy and a great ref back in ecw days i, I love john and jim Molino. those guys were all great Wee, all those refs we had but but those three cats especially but but watch finnegan when we go through man he, the way he sells the bump was unbelievable man it was great there was so much stuff in that match. That was actually a good match, I, I humbly say. It was a good match. Besides the stunt, we had a really good match. So, um, you know, I also, by the way, speaking of Bam Bam and ECW and good matches, we also, oh, man, I don't remember. We're around that time or, no, it was probably, if it was before Living Dangerously, it was probably 97 or early 98, where at the ECW Arena at a TV in Philly, TV taping, we la 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 la. It was Shane Douglas, who was the world heavyweight champ at the time, Chris Candido, and Lance Storm. I think they were the tag champs in a handicap match against me and then Bam Bam. So, and I was the television champ at the time. And Shane and I hated each other, like, because I was saying my TV title is more important than his world heavyweight title. That was the angle, that was a storyline. And so, and during that match, as history shows, Bam Bam turned on me, and then Chris turned on on Storm, and that was the really more or less the birth of the whole, I guess you know, triple threat. It was a very cool moment. Um, but the match itself was really good. I thought. I mean, there was a lot of cool spots in the match. I, I checked it out on WWE Network this week, and I was looking at it. I don't normally do that, but I did. I don't know what would maybe do that, but I did. Um, but yeah, it was it was a lot of fun. Uh, that was a lot of fun. I always like. Like working the anything with Shane Douglas or Candido, you know, the triple threat, bam, bam. I mean, we just, it was good chemistry. It just worked, you know, and, um, yeah, whatever. That's, that's ancient history, as they say, right? So, but it's just, I don't know, it felt, felt like it was nice to say, nice to talk about. 
Uh, but yeah, it was uh, yeah, it was good times. Yeah, but I I didn't know I didn't know that I was gonna get uh, you know Bam Bam turning on me. Well, I did know it was a work, but I'm just saying like I I we were cooking on all cylinders. And I know I get smashed in the face with a belt, and I wouldn't stay down. I kept trying to get up, and the boys kept hitting me harder and harder. And I'm like, just let me up. I want to get up. And like, no, you're not getting up. No, let me get up. No, they're just I'm getting nailed by everybody. No, you're not getting. Up. Let me get up. No, you're not getting up. No, no, you are not getting up. No. That's right. I was denied. So, anyway, um, a lot of fun back then. So a lot of fun back then. Good times. Good times. All right. Let me get into this little top ten. Well, no, don't no, not not top ten. Taz VIP ten. Let's get the fucking name right, G. Okay, this is an NXT version of this bad boy. So, all right. So, basically, like I said, these are uh, VIP stands for very impressive, very impressive performer. And I will go through my ten. Okay, and I the order has nothing to do with who I think is more impressive, or it's like who's better than who. So, it's just the order, the way I jotted it down um, in my think process. I have a room I go in. Where it's filled with cigar smoke And I smoke cigars And I have uh, an old Italian man that I know That sits in a corner with a pipe And uh, it's called a think tank And we just think Well, it's just smoke around I'm just smoking a Cuban cigar Yeah, that's my life And I come up with things I jot things down So, welcome to my world Alright, so Very impressive performer Taz NXT VIP 10 So I have uh, First uh Pete Dunn is a guy that needs to be on my list, and he is. So Pete Dunn, as you guys know, ultra successful, ultra talented young man, um, the bruiserweight himself. Uh, love that name. That's innovative. It's different. Pete Dunn is a unique performer. You know, he really is to me. Um, he's. <clears throat> And I respect the shit out of this about him And a lot of people have said, well, wow, you know Pete, that reminds me of Taz a little bit I, I, It's a nice compliment to see that And and the thing is with that is because Like Pete Dunn, I, you know, we, neither Pete or I were giants And Pete's in his prime now, so he's not a giant either So, But he works like a giant So no matter who he's working with, he's working Like he can and will beat the living shit out of him And that's what I respect about Pete Dunn And I think that's why some folks look at the way he works, uh, similar to the way I worked. So um, it's not just the fact that he's, you know, not a giant tall guy and he's wearing a singlet also, like I did. But you know, he wears like a burgundy singlet where I wore a black singlet. And you know, he's got longer hair. He's got no facial hair. He's from England. Uh, I'm not. So you know, we we have tons of things that are different about us. But you know, he's had a lot of success, and he's going to continue to have a lot of success. He's had a lot of success at such a young age. You know, and I know WWE, I was list, I was looking at the listing. They had him at like 5'10", 200 pounds or 205. Um, I I don't know if he's 5'10". He's probably 5'9". I'm, I'm 5'9", and in my prime, I was I wrestled between 245 and 250 for the most part. Most of my matches in ECW, sometimes, you know, yeah, 252, 251, 248. You know, it, it was up and down. So, you know, I was carrying a lot more weight uh, than Pete. But, you know, different style work, but yet similar style. But that's not why I like Pete Dunn. I like him because he brings the pain. He's all business. He, he, he's not, when I watch him, it doesn't, does not look like he's playing wrestler. He's, he's a violent worker. Um, and, and, and he's, he's a, he's a superstar. And, and most of you guys love him. I mean, what, what's not the love, right? He's, he's tremendous. 
So uh, Pete Dunne, definitely right there, is one of my 10 on my NXT VIP 10. Uh, then we're going to go Tag Team Jones with the War Raiders, okay, uh, Hanson and Rowe. You know, I um I really, really enjoy watching these guys. I mean, they're, they're, they're fan interaction in the in the ring, you know, uh, is great for guys that are big, nasty, fast, killer machines, violent workers too, and just they really are just they they bring the wood, as I like to say. They bring the wood. Impressive athletes for big, big guys. <clears throat> um, Hanson's the bigger one, um, and and Roe was not as heavy as him, but they both just work and play off each other so well. Hanson's like he's definitely over three hundred pounds, about six two, six three. You know, uh, NXT tag team champs and all that. That that, that the success they've had and 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 the name's great. War Raiders is just a great, great name. What two great words? War and Raiders. Hello, works perfect, right? So um, yeah, man, I, I just I, I really um um. The impact they've made in 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 in, uh, in NXT uh, definitely you felt them on the climb, on the build, on the build. You know what I mean? And you know stuff they've done with with uh, Moss and uh, Sabatelli and Heavy Machinery and stuff like that. All good shit. No matter who they work with, so they just they bring that intensity, that that rage. Um, every time, every time you watch them work, I'm a big fan of these guys. So. I think there's a, a huge upside for them um, in uh, in WWE. Rowe, again, he's uh, what's his weight? He's probably thinking he's probably two fifty, maybe, maybe two fifty. He's probably he's a little shorter, smaller than Hanson, so he's probably six foot, six one ish, something like that. But really, really, really a tremendous team that work off each other really well. I think there's a gigantic future for these cats. I really, really do, um, for sure. So, um, you know what I mean? But I, uh, what else we got? Oh, we got the heavy machinery. Speaking of tactics, I got heavy machinery on my list. Uh, Otis and Tucker. Look, you guys know I'm a big fan of uh, of, of of Otis. Uh, I, I, Tucker, too, but Otis is just, you know, really, um, really, really, really uh, just something special about him. You know, he's got that it factor, the way he acts, the way he conducts himself and everything. Um, you know, as far as a performer, he's he's excellent. He's excellent. He's different. He's such a unique, unique, unique guy. And I, I really think, and I don't mean nothing towards Tucker Knight. I'm sure he'll have success on his own. I have a feeling that that team's going to, you know, that eventually they're going to break that team up of heavy machinery. Now, I know now some would say, well, wait a minute, heavy machinery You'd be like, well, wait a minute, they're they're not really, you know, they're more on main roster guys. Well, we've seen that, and you're going to hear me main, name a couple other talents that we've seen on a main roster. But you know, they're still. Unless I missed something, I could have would have heavy machinery. They may, might be completely out of NXT, but we saw a lot of their success in NXT. So I have them still on my NXT list. And if that's a major problem for you, then I have to tell you, I I really know how don't know how to help you with this. I really don't. Um, I don't. If if you're really upset over it, guys, you know what? Uh, it's just the way shit goes. It's just it's my podcast. That's it. It's my show. I'm doing what I want. La 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 la. So that's it. Um, because I look at them still like they're look. You see like Ricochet. You see Alistair Black. These guys. You know Tommaso Ciampa and um, uh, Johnny Wrestling. These guys are all over the main roster, but yet they're still on the NXT roster. As I record this, they are. <laughs> so it's kind of like. 
and, and even with Raw and SmackDown talent, you're seeing them jump back and forth. So sometimes it gets a little confusing. So who's where? If, and and so, but anyway, I don't know if any guys are going to throw a flag on that. But you know, if you do, you do. I mean, what, what am I going to say? I mean, I don't know. They, to me, it don't matter. Otis is the man. He is the man. I I do think he's got a big future. Um, and, and his athleticism was helpful. Besides being Shorter, squatty, heavy, heavy guy Super powerful guy Big, big in the weight room um, All that jazz uh, You know, strong as heck But And Tucker Knight and him They play off each other really well Which makes an excellent team So They're on my NXT VIP 10 list That's it I have them still on NXT Sorry, that's how it goes Velveteen Dream Okay, he's another guy on my list What do you say about this guy? I mean, what do you say about this guy? He is Tremendous he's doing so well In the company um, He is just He's the North American champ right now And and he's getting pushed The right pace That's what I really really like About this And his physique is unique Because he's ripped he's got like zero fat on him And he's a big guy, a big kid you know, He's 6'2", 6'3", about 230 pounds He's a good size He's not too heavy but he's not too small he's at that good size Where he's very athletic his weight's athletic And he moves athletic He's also very unorthodox In the ring his character is And his movements are his arms His limbs like his legs the way he moves his actions In the ring make him very Very riveting to watch he's a very Unique performer before he even gets On the mic and once he gets on the mic Yo it's on I mean like he's Great he's just he's got that there's just that that he's got that it factor. I mean, I, there's really no other way to put it. Um, tremendous, really, really tremendous. You know what I mean? So uh, he's definitely. I got Velveteen Dream for sure on my uh, on my fancy Dan list. Uh, you know what I mean? And feel free, you guys could like uh, on Instagram, whatever, or Twitter. You could send your list to me and stuff like that if you want. You don't have to, but if you want to send your your NXT VIP ten list, you can. Um, let's go towards the woman route. We'll go to Dakota Kai. Okay, she is on my list. Uh, big fan of this young lady. She is. Uh, I've talked a lot about her in the past. She, her selling ability is just something to to watch. I mean. She's she's not a heavy girl. She's she's an athletic smaller girl, very vivacious, very um exuberant, exciting type of performer when you watch her work. Pretty girl, you know what I mean? Very, very pretty girl. Uh million dollar smile. She really does. She's from New Zealand and uh she's got that double foot stomp and stuff like that. She's she is uh, tremendous. A former athlete uh in school and high school, track and field athlete, and you could tell just by the way she moves. Um, she's worked all over the world before she came into the performance center for WWE. So, and you can tell just by the way she works. And I think the first time we saw her might have been the May Young Classic for Memory Serves Me that we saw her as far as WWE talent. Um, she's tremendous. Her selling ability, like I said, is really, really awe inspiring. I, I mean, I'm telling you, like tremendous, believable, like very believable. You know. I think she's got a really good upside. She's there's something special about her. I think she also has that it factor. Um, uh, staying on the female side, Bianca Belair is another girl that another athlete, uh, you know, high school and college athlete. I think she was an athlete at University of Tennessee, if memory serves me. But she, um, she is really um, tremendous. Really, really, I think she is going to be a mega star 
in WWE once she gets on that main roster and she's full throttle. I really, really believe that. Yeah, track and field. That's right. I just jotted it. Yep, I had my notes here. Okay, she was uh, All-American Honors at track and field at, for the volunteers at University of Tennessee. So, you know, real deal. I mean, real deal. When you watch her, she's tremendous. Um, she's got the hair gimmick, the hair whip thing with the ponytail. You know, it's just it's very unique, awesome gimmick. Um, she is just – she. The athleticism she has alone being such a pretty girl and she looks she could go heel or baby face just by the way she's she's so pretty she could be a heel I'm sorry baby face with no problem but yet she could be uh, an angry pissed off heel also she just she's a she could be a hybrid of whatever they want her to be she just needs a little more experience which she's she's gathering up rapidly right now. Um, if you've never seen it, she does a, a 450 splash, which is impressive as the shit, man. Really impressive. So big, big fan of Bianca Belair. I really think she's the bee's knees, as the kids are saying. Um, so <laughs> um, all right, so now we're gonna go tag team here. Okay, uh, from the others, undisputed era, Kyle O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish. Um, listen, you got these guys have had success worldwide, and um they're on my list and and you cannot argue the fact of how great of these workers are individually, O'Reilly and Fish, or collectively, without a shadow of a doubt. They both are tremendous. Uh, and and their, their buddy is on my list, Adam Cole, Undisputed Larry Jones. Uh, he's on my list, too, for my... Uh, uh, former... Well, he was... Well, I had Bob... I had... Uh, wait, I'm getting confused. I had... What's his name? Uh, and I just dropped the old... Uh, I had Roddy Strong on. He's on this list too, by the way. So, uh, so the ones that I just added to this is Kyle Roddy, Bobby Fish, Roddy Strong, and Adam Cole. Um, Roddy Strong was the when I dropped that pod, the Ring of Honor, la la la, World Champ, Light Heavyweight Champ, TV Champ. I can't remember. Short a blank. Um, Adam Cole again on the list. Roddy Strong on the list. All four of these guys. I hate to encompass them together, um, and, and just that. And that's the thing. They are a unit, uh, Undisputed Era, and stuff like that. But it'd be nice to see them branch out on their own, the three of them. Um, and we've seen that, like, for example, like with Adam Cole, as far as the Undisputed Era. We've seen him break out and have the success he's ha- he's having, you know, for sure in NXT. But, like, I'd like to see that, too, for even Bobby Fish. And, and Kyle O'Reilly. If you're going to keep them as a tag team, then maybe once they get to the main roster full throttle, there's no more of the Undisputed Era, era I should say, then that's fine because I just feel like it, it just – these guys have so much talent, there's no reason to have them all clumped up together. You know what I mean? Like in my opinion, uh, uh, NXT North American champion, my bad. That's Adam Cole was. So, so the title that, uh, that Velveteen Dream has now. So the thing is – I. Adam Cole, Roddy Strong, Bobby Fish, Kyle O'Reilly, all four on my list. You can't throw a flag. It's impossible. I mean, just their work rate alone, their their time in the business before it even got all four, before it even got to the WWE is awe-inspiring. Totally. You know what I mean? Totally, totally, totally. Um, I think I got one more on my list. If um, if I check my list, I think I do. I got one more, right? I went through, I went through, I went through Pete Dunn. Uh, War Raiders, uh, Heavy Machinery. So again, I, sh- I don't know if I said this. The tag teams I'm looking at as one act, so that's why it's not as two people. So it's one act. Heavy Machinery, Valentino. So Pete Don one, Hanson Row two, 
Heavy Machinery 3, Velveteen 4, Dakota 5, Bianca 6, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish 7, uh, Roddy Strong 8, Adam Cole 9, and last but not least, Alistair Black. Again, the numbers don't matter, no particular order here. Alistair Black, um, we've seen the big success on the main roster. He's going to be a star, guys. Well, fuck it. He's a star already. Um, <laughs> but he's going to be a big star. He's a big, big star. So, um, um, you know, it, it's it's happening. Trust me. Uh, he's got it all. His work rate, his style, his intensity, his martial arts, the whole gamut is on fire. He brings the wood. He's great. He's great. His promo work, his music, everything about the way WWE's packaged him is tremendous it is absolutely tremendous uh it really really is i i absolutely you know the look everything look we've seen a bunch of guys with long beards and tattoos there's a lot of that i know don't matter it's the right look for this guy is that it really is he he is and we've seen the stuff he's doing with ricochet as a team which is kind of odd you know you wouldn't think these two guys as a team and it just you know that's just short-term gimmick but I'm telling you right now, he, Alistair Black, in my opinion, in my opinion, we are looking at a guy who is a future WWE champion. Oh. I promise you that. I'm telling you right now, he is a future WWE champion. They love him, and they should love him. He is money, big money, big, big money Jones. I'm telling you, love him. So uh, so that's the deal. So, again, go through my list real quick right here. So, again, well, it's no, no particular order. Like I said, Pete Dunn, uh, War Raiders, uh, Heavy Machinery, Velveteen Dream, Dakota Kai, Bianca Belair, uh, uh, Kyle, O'Reilly, Kyle O'Reilly, Bobby Fish, Alistair Black, Roddy Strong, Adam Cole. There you have it, guys. So, hope you enjoyed it. You know, just a little fun little podcast just to spitball some of the people in NXT that I dig uh, on my uh, on my very impressive performer list, my uh, NXT VIP 10. So I hope you dig it. And there'll be more coming at you soon. We'll get into more. We're going to get into, VI- we're gonna get into uh, Taz Raw VIP 10 next. That'll be the next one in the series. Then guess what's coming after that? Uh, well, hello. You can figure that out. That's pretty simple. That would probably be... A, a Smackdown uh, Yeah, the Smackdown uh, VIP 10 So that'll be the next one After the Raw one And that's that, guys Look, I'm Taz You're not Thanks for downloading, guys Make sure you subscribe If you didn't Share the words of the show I love you Adios Back at home, it never feels the same Cause we've been doing